as lines. As boys' lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Welcome to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Great to have you on board with me today. And just great to be wrapping up a series of podcasts that are about some hymns that I love, uh, some hymns that have been done in conjunction with an album that I released this summer, uh, summer of 2022. And just a, a whole... Um, done in-house project the uh the whole thing that i I put together and started recording was um just buying the gear getting the computer set up getting the microphone um kind of figuring out how i wanted to record all these songs and uh um just getting it out there to the world getting them uh, on the platforms and distributed and cds pressed and all that and uh and taking a few of them out on on the road as well as I've been able to to do that some this summer going to some churches and and festivals and just being super grateful for that opportunity. So just kind of a a, a way to to celebrate that album coming out to talk about these songs a little bit more in detail. And probably would be something that I would be interested in doing regardless if I had uh, an album or, or not that I would love to just look at songs like hymns, especially and, and go back and, and talk about them. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope um, it's been something beneficial to you. If you've been kind of keeping track with these, these podcasts so far, these last four and, and now the fifth and final one. Um, if you're brand new today, it's an opportunity to, to go back and, and listen to some of the others and um, if you do me a favor, if you drop me a line, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Info at DerekCharlesJohnson.com is the easiest way to get a hold of me. That's my email. You can also find me on social media, um, typically Facebook and Instagram, uh, YouTube. Sometimes people get a hold of me through there even, but it's all under Derek Charles Johnson. 
And yeah, I um, I want to jump right in here and not waste a, a whole lot of time on the on the front half of this episode. Want to uh, to talk about turn your eyes upon Jesus and just that opening clip. Um, hopefully, is something that as you hear that song, especially as you get to that refrain. Um, it's very familiar and it's something that you're like, Oh yeah, this is, this is that song. So, um, for most people, this is a pretty familiar one. Um, out of the five that I did, would would I say this is maybe the most popular or the most well-known? It, it could be. It's, it's definitely one that I think a lot of people recognize and even people that maybe haven't grown up in the church per se or attend church. Um, maybe still have kind of a, an awareness of this hymn just because it's, it, it has such a, I think just a popular refrain to it. And, um, as I looked at, um, as, uh, I looked at songs for the, uh, the hymns, what we were doing, um, certainly already seen this with his eyes on the sparrow. There were, certain inspirations that came for the songs and the lyrics, um, kind of interactions with other people. We saw that with that song because those, um, the, the words of that chorus, his eyes on the sparrow and I know he watches me that came from an interaction with a friend and something that just, uh, out of a conversation became, the, the, the meat of that song, the, the, the main part, um, we saw with the old rugged cross, kind of a divinely inspired vision that, um, that the writer has, and then, um, some melody that accompanies it and maybe just a phrase or two that pops into the writer's head and, and just sticks with them. Um, but those stories and those interactions, they influence the lyrics, they influence the songs. And that is the case today as well with Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Written in 1922 um, by a woman named Helen Howarth Lemel. Lemel. Last name is L-E-M-M-E-L. Um, she found inspiration from the words of a pamphlet called Focused. A story and song focused. A story and song. This was written by a missionary, uh, Lilius Trotter. I'm getting all kinds of fun names here. Lilius Trotter. She was a missionary to Algeria in the late 1800s, and she wrote this pamphlet, um, kind of a poem. So, um, not not necessarily all poetry, but I think she she had done some writing. Um, through her journey into missions work um, <clears throat> was also, there's a whole backstory on this, on this person that influenced the writer of turn your eyes upon Jesus. And it's something to dig into if you have more time and you want to go um, looking a little bit more. I think there's even a, a film about, about her, about Lilius Trotter, this missionary, but she, you know, writer in her own right, she's got this pamphlet, kind of a leaflet type diary called Focused. And it had these words of inspiration that then the writer of Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, Helen Haworth Lemel, um, took some, some meaning from. And especially this, this one line that says, turn full your soul's vision to Jesus and look 
and look at him. And a strange dimness will come over all that is apart from him. So looking at Jesus, um, we kind of can see where she brought that into her song and, and turn your eyes upon Jesus. The things of earth will grow strangely dim. So that, um, that became kind of the, the, the main part of this song. Um, the song then went on to achieve some popularity through a Bible conference. It's called, it was called the Keswick Bible conference. And this was in Northern England in 1922. So the song, you know, just comes out that year. Then as even we see this sometimes now with certain songs that it'll, it'll be part of a conference or it'll be part of some gathering. And then it's like that song just kind of explodes from there and it, it just goes out and it's kind of sounds like that's, what happened here. Um, part of this Bible conference in England, then two years later, um, it was put into an American song collection called gospel truth and song gospel truth in song. And that was 1924. So then it kind of comes over to the States and, um, I guess you could say the rest is history from there that it, it really became popular at this time. Uh, this writer, Helen Lamole. Um, she had a, a kind of a concert career that was very successful, um, touring and things like that in her younger years. And then she became a vocal instructor, read that she was a vocal instructor at the Moody Bible Institute. And get this, um, over the course of her life, she wrote over 500 hymns and poems, which is just a huge catalog of, of writing. And uh, of course, the most popular being Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Death into life everlasting. He passed and we follow him there. Over us and no more hath dominion. For more than conquerors we are. So as we go through this song and, and examine the verses especially a lot to, to be said in each of these lines. There's a lot of reassurance um, as we kind of look at the second verse, third verse, reassurance that we need as believers just kind of to keep going. And then the compulsion to go, the, the, to be sent out um, and, the, and be the hands of feet hands and feet of Jesus. Um, we'll see that as we, as we move forward here, verse two centers on our path in Christ and the knowledge that we have victory because of his victory. We pass through life in the steps of Christ. It says through death into life everlasting, he passed and we follow him there. And also just the, the idea that we are conquerors in Christ because of what he has done. Um, I'm reminded of Romans 8, 37, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And this line in the verse says, or, or us, the word over, but uh, kind of shortened to or, or us, no more hath dominion for more than conquerors we are or a sin no more hath dominion. I'm sorry. Um, and you, you have some of that kind of old, uh, 
um, throwback language, the word hath, um, but sin no longer has control over us um, because we are conquerors, what, what she's saying there. And carrying on this more than conquerors theme, um, I, I just don't think that's as prevalent in our songs today as, as in our sermons perhaps as well as it could be. And there's, there's some powerful language there. Um, especially in a world where we feel like we're up against such a, a strong enemy and a strong force against, um, against God and against Jesus and in the kingdom of, of darkness coming against uh, the, the, the kingdom of light and in heaven and, and just knowing that we're, we're conquerors in Christ, that we are no longer under those things. We're no longer slaves to those things. And if we look at Christ, like this song is calling us to turn our eyes upon Jesus and we, we gaze at him, that the, we're, we're going to find our identity once again. We're going to find our purpose. We're going to find who we are and, and what we were made for and also who who he is, who, who Jesus is. And so I think that's freeing and, and that's that's shaping and that's transformative. And it's not that I don't hear that at all today, but I think even more so now we need to hear it all the time. Like just the, the, the nature that we have in Christ, the identity we have in Christ, the, the fact that we are no longer slaves to sin, that we, we are set free. And, and, and because of what he has done, we have this victory, this victorious life that we're walking into like to just proclaim that all the time, all the more so as we see the world going down a path of, of darkness to say, no, there's hope, there's, there's peace, there's joy, there's all these things that come as we follow Jesus Christ. His word shall not fail you, he promised. Believe him and all will be then go to a world that is dying His perfect salvation to tell So the final verse of Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus and from, from what I could tell, um, this is the whole song. I think as I recorded it and as I listened to some other versions and as I've looked a little bit. I could be wrong here. Don't fact check me, but I think this is the whole song. It's just these three verses and that refrain. And a lot of times you just hear the the part, the, the turn your eyes upon Jesus, which is beautiful in, in itself, just that part. But the verses, as I've gone back and studied this song a little bit more, it's like, there's, there's a lot there in, in those verses as well. And, and worth going back and, and, and listening to and, and singing, um, the final verse, so verse three, it's about cementing this truth that we've been singing about and then acting upon it. He says his, she says, his word shall not fail you. He promised. And uh, in the Bible, in, in Luke one thirty seven, um, out of the New International Version, it says, for, for no word from God will ever fail. No word from God will ever fail. So just that truth that that she's bringing in there from scripture, like that's that's 
great, I think writing does this where you're borrowing almost to, to say from, from the Bible. And that's one place where I think we're always okay to plagiarize a little bit because it's truth and we need, we need to be singing it. Um, and then she says, believe him and all will be well. And that, that line stands out to me because for some, maybe singing that and hearing that it just might seem a little too, too easy, kind of trite, a little simplistic, like just believe Jesus and everything's going to be okay. You know? And, and so I, I can get where somebody might have a little bit of a, a struggle with just singing that, um, just saying, yep, just turn your eyes to Jesus. Everything's life's going to be great, you know? And I don't, I don't think that's exactly what she meant here. If I can, if I can speak, um, so humbly on behalf of, of Helen Lemel, um, you know, we, we believe Jesus and we put everything in his hands and we know our eternity is secure from that point, like following Jesus, trusting Jesus, we know eternity is, is assured. And in this life, we aren't, we aren't promised anything really, you know, we, we know that heaven awaits us. That's our eternal reward, but, but this life can be hard. So just to say, everything's going to be great, you know, sunshine and roses every day. That's, that's not what this song I, I, I believe means here. Believe him and all will be well. Your life will be lived for on purpose. Your life will have meaning because of, of, what you've trusted in, who you've trusted in. And when you die, you get to go to heaven. You get to be with your savior, with your King. And I think that's just a a powerful statement there to, to make and, and not get so caught up in like, that's just too easy to sing. That's too easy. I need some, some more like believe him and all will be well. Um, and there's some overlap here with going back to the song we did earlier, his eyes on the sparrow. It's, it's that uh, his eyes on the sparrow. And and I know he watches me. I know he's with me. And from there, um, pivoting kind of right at the end of this song, which I love because she's, she, she kind of brings it full circle to what, what we need to do with all this, that it's not just kind of, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Life will be well. It's all about me. It's like, no, then start to look outward, like turn your gaze then back onto the world and, and the, the harvest that is out there. Um, the great commission being laid out. She says, then go to a world that is dying. It's perfect salvation to tell. And just to read um, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This word go, and that's been a a word for for me that I've heard a lot um, over the past year. Our church has been... Um, preaching out of the book of Matthew. It's just been an entire year preaching each each week on some aspect of Matthew. And as we're going through that, we've had this theme of go and 
blank. Go and serve, go and love, go and whatever. And a lot of it just being very much um, missional and on on message with what Jesus is saying here that the, the Great Commission involves going and it, it involves leaving your, your seat, living, leaving that place of comfort and, and being willing to share. And to bring it back to this song, um, as we turn our eyes upon Jesus, we find the things of the earth going dim. We find the, the things that we thought were so important and so got so wrapped up in, we find them just of lesser and lesser value. And I, I feel this the older I get, like things don't mean as much to me anymore. Things don't matter so much anymore. And I hope that's a, a maturation that's going on and not just my own um, complacency. But but it, it, I think there's an honest, like, you know, the older you get, you just kind of want the simple things. You want your faith. You want others to know the same Jesus and, and that's it. Like what else, what else really is there that this world can offer that can, can ever come in and take that place? Now, do we get tempted with things? Sure. But as we turn our eyes and we just keep going back to that place, cause you don't just turn your eyes once and then, and then you walk away and everything's good. It's like, you have to keep turning your eyes upon Jesus. You have to keep looking full in his face, allowing the things to grow dim and then you start to truly see, you start to see that this isn't just for our own benefit. This isn't just for my own sanctification and my own growth in the Lord, but this is for me to get his mindset of what he sees when he looks at our world, what he wants me to do with this, this message that I have to truly see and then to truly go. And so it's, uh, it's kind of, um, appropriate, I think, as I end this series to give you that calling, give you that urging to, um, to listen to this song, whether it's the version I'm, um, sharing with you or, or somebody else that, that has a, a, a version of this song, but to, to sense that heartbeat of God and to truly take those moments to turn your eyes upon him, to say, God, have I reflected upon you today? Have I looked in your face? Have I, looked at your word. Every time I open it, it's you talking to me. It's you saying something to me. Have I allowed that to happen today? And then to, to have some time just where I'm in your presence and then getting a sense for what you want to do, starting with just the worship and the awe and just, just being in that place just because of who he is, not asking or looking for anything else, but then allowing him to just Start working on your heart. Um, concluding this this episode, kind of segueing here to the um, the end. Segueing, I hope, is a word. I know segue is um, making a shift to the very end of of this uh, podcast episode and series. I'm sorry, I've got things buzzing on my phone and my watch. So I'm trying to stay on my, on my, uh, script here and not get, um, off the page. Uh, I, I, I hope that these songs have served to, to just bring you face to face with Jesus again. Hope they've reminded you of the story of salvation. 
hope they've shown you the importance of sharing that story. Hope they have, have shown you that he indeed cares for you. He watches over you and that overall they've just spoken some truth into your life. I think as we go over these songs and you could pick five more hymns, you could pick, you know, your favorite list. You could, you could draw these things out of a number of, of, of songs, these themes, these uh, truths, but that's, that's what they've done for me. They've, um, you know, if I've, if I've, as I've plotted them out, as I've recorded them, I've, as I've gone back and researched a little bit and studied these, these songs, the writers, the context, um, it's all served to remind me of, of what I believe and why. And I think good theologically sound, um, solid doctrine based songs do that. They, they remind us of what we believe and why, and they keep pointing us back to that, that right, um, relationship with the Lord. They challenge us a little bit. And I think a song that, that challenges us is a good, good thing. Um, that doesn't just leave us with some, uh, res- emotional response, but it, it, it does something to us that, that makes us want to desire him more. They make much of Jesus. And those things are, are worth singing over and over again. I think you'll, you'll agree with me there. As we shift from this series into what comes next, I always try to keep you updated a little bit with where we're headed. Um, for the next few weeks, I'm going to go back and catch up on a couple of blogs that were posted. I missed July's and I missed the one for August. Um, as far as bringing them into the podcast, don't always necessarily do that, but, um, I've got about three weeks to fill. And so we're going to go back to July's, um, which was called keep building the walls built based on Nehemiah. You might see the, the connection there. And then the one for August, which, um, is uh, more based out of a psalm, and then we'll be finishing the month of August with um, a podcast that is actually for September, which I have not written yet, but uh, we'll be working on very soon. And so just to kind of tell you where we're going, and then September, I think we'll we'll jump back into some sort of series. Um, just haven't, haven't plotted that all out yet, but I'm just looking through the end of 2022, and I can't believe that we're, we're almost there as, as we kind of go into September and then the fall, it just seems like it just accelerates. And then before you know it, we're into a new year. And, and so a lot of just trusting the Lord, just saying, what, where do you want to go next with this? Um, for those that are listening to this on a weekly basis or semi-regular basis, what do they need to hear God? So, appreciate your prayers for me as, as I do that, as I lean in and just want to share what, um, I believe God is laying on my heart and what people hopefully need to hear. So as always, I love you guys. Again, reach out info at DerekCharlesJohnson.com. Would love to hear from you. Closing us with Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will. God bless you guys. Take care. Turn your eyes upon Jesus.
jewel in his wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strangely In the light of his glory and grace And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of his Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.